Welcome to the Club Candid Podcast. We are your hosts, Lauren and Sam, just two ambitious women from Sydney chatting all things real, raw and authentic. Join us on our journey as we call out the BS and get into the real talk. Hi everybody and welcome to another episode of Club Candid. So this week... Sam and I, we are fired up and we want to talk about all things that have been pissing us off this week specifically. Um, so I'm going to hand it over to Sam because Sam has been talking to me for the past 20 minutes of just like fire. So yeah. <laughs> I just wanted to introduce her first and let her <laughs> go on her tangent so, so we can have the conversation. Yeah. So I had an idea for this podcast episode to um, just have a vent now, normally mm-hmm. I like to focus on the good because I feel like if I'm focusing on everything that's going wrong or annoying me, I, I kind of manifest more of that into my life and I don't like that. But I also feel like it's okay to have a vent and yeah, absolutely. the perfect place for that um, is a podcast. So <laughs> we already said yeah. that we were going to be real and um, raw and you're just going to see us um, – in a very authentic state and today mm-hmm. well this week has just been really challenging right so it's just been challenging <laughs> for the both of us and we've had similar challenges and other things that have come up so i guess we can start with the first thing um that we both <laughs> have been struggling yeah. with this is something that i've noticed um for a a long time um yeah actually for years to be honest with you but mm-hmm. um more so like in the last year because um, I started my business, as you know, and Lauren as well. And we are just having issues when people – it's people who don't support your dreams or they're not supporting your business in any way. And we're not saying spending money with us because, you know, we, we're a service-based business, both of us. We have a service-based mm-hmm. business yeah. basically. So and, – and I guess, Lauren, like you've got your products as well, which um, – you've started but I think mainly services so we don't expect people to purchase from us because obviously we're not for everyone we're not our family and friends aren't our target audience so much yeah which I was about to say this is what we're specifically talking about we're talking about more like our family members and close friends yeah so there are certain let's say examples of this um that have come (laughs) up so For me, and I don't want to sound like one of those petty people because I said that over and over, like, Lauren, I don't want this to come across as, like, me being bratty and, like, oh, my gosh, like this, do this. Mm. Um, For me, it's as simple as even just – if you understand algorithms because I'm learning this on Instagram and, like, saving a post, sharing a post, liking, uh, commenting on a post, um, maybe letting one of your friends know about our business – that's all we're asking for and that doesn't cost yeah. anything. And I think also, Sam, yeah, just to throw that in here, yeah. it's also just asking us, you know, hey, how's your business going? But yeah. like actually referring to it as a business and not like, oh, how's your little how's your little <laughs> business going or how's your little hobby going or how's yeah. that thing that you're doing going? Like, well, yeah. that as well, actually, like funny you brought that up because I have had people and, and my business is a, a small business. It's actually considered, yeah. a, they can say a micro business, what I'm doing. Yeah. But I'm everything in the business. 
I Mm -hmm. am literally like, I'm not even a graphic designer, but I am because I have to, I have to be, (laughs) I'm an amateur graphic designer. I'm essentially a (laughs) photographer. If you want to call me that I am a delivery driver. I'm a customer service operator because I'm, I'm, I'm helping people. I'm in customer service. I'm in sales. You're an account manager. I'm an account. I do everything. So to me, it's like, uh, um, it's not such a little business in my mind because I'm everything in the business currently, you know what I mean? And then if I were to grow the business, would you still call it a little business? Cause I can grow this business. So I think exactly. Some people don't realize that they're saying certain things that can offend. Um, Mm -hmm. and the other thing is just when you, you realize, you know, how much you support, like I support and, and I love my friends. You know, no matter where they come from, I love them. I support them. I've been there through all of their milestones. But I feel like when it comes to me starting something like a business and I have done so many things in my life and I think people just have this assumption, like I'm just going to do this and fail at it. And I think as bad as it sounds, some people just expect that because they just in their their mind, that's their narrative, right? Like, Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. People who start things yeah. like this set themselves up for failure. And I'm doing something in an industry that's affected by a pandemic, but I'm still going. So I think there's that like, you know what I mean? It's it's like, yeah, that. like as soon as you said that, like my first thing was like, that's a, that's a you problem. Like it's, I'm yeah, sorry yeah. that like you feel that my business isn't good enough for you. Like it, that's your narrative. That's a you problem. It's, not a me problem. It is you know? like, and like, I guess on my end, it's like I, I'm, you know, we're not unhappy with our friends or anything. It's just that no. we just feel, and it's true, right? You hear it all the time. They say, be prepared to lose friends. And it's not a mm. bad thing. It's just that you, you might not lose them in your life. Like you might still have them around, but they're not going to be a big part of your life like they once were because they're only compatible with that older version of yourself, right? So. Yeah. Once you start a new chapter in your life, you'll probably see it. You know, something will happen. It's even when you start a family, if that your goal is to just start a family and do that, you're going to be more aligned with people that are doing the same thing. Right. And that, Mm -hmm. that's how it is. If you want to do it all, then you're going to have a number of friends like in the same sort of, I guess the same sort of um, situation that you're in. Right. So yeah, yeah it, it's, yeah. it's a hard one, but I just, it's, it feels good to get it off my chest. <laughs> it really does. <laughs> yeah, and look, I, I can definitely, um, agree with what you're saying because I was just saying to Sam before that, like, you know, I love my friends, like all of them, every single one of them. Yeah. I think out of like, I think I have like five or six close, like close friends. I only have like two mm. that ask me. Um, quite regularly how's my business going you know like what projects are you working on things like that and because they know it excites me and it lights me up they want to hear it just like you know if they want to talk about you know their dating life or they want to talk about um, something like their child or you know their business that they're working on I'm going to be equally as enthusiastic about it because every friendship or relationship is give and take mm-hmm, yeah mm-hmm. and like i feel like i'm a giver i give and give and give and give and yeah. i can't keep giving if i'm ne- never going to get anything back yeah that's just realistic right yeah yeah i think i've noticed that actually 
like certain people in my life don't understand it. Mm, and, yeah. and, um, it just, it, maybe that's what it is. I think that's it. It's a lack of understanding. And they, of, yeah, like, they don't get, run a business. they probably don't get it, but hopefully this might help them become aware because, you know, mm. I, I support my friends in whatever they want to do. And I try my yeah. hardest, you know, I, I, we all struggle. We all get busy, but I think, yeah. When you're as observant as me, unfortunately, sometimes I see things <laughs> that, you know, I see them supporting other people or whatever. And it's like, yeah. especially when it's your own family. And I think they're the hardest critics because they're the ones that are like, you know, worried about your, whether you're going to fail. And some people might find it intimidating that you're doing something they wish they could. And that is the truth. That is reality. And we're talking real shit yeah. here, right? And yeah. Yeah. it's true. If you ever found yourself you know, maybe feeling a certain way towards someone because they're achieving things that you've always wanted to do and you've just never been able to do it for your own reasons, but you hate that person. Just there's something in you that just hates that person because of what they're doing. I think that's an insecurity issue and that's something that you need to work on. So again, that's 100% go within. (laughs) Like that's a a very much a deep you problem. You know what I mean? Um, Yeah. Yeah. But I, I, I agree because, and the reason why I, I, I can say that that's true is because I was actually in that position. So like, you know, five years ago, yeah. I would look at people who, where I am now and go, oh, I hate them. Like, how can they do that? Like, what do they do to deserve that? Blah, blah, blah. Why can't I do that? Yeah. You know, but that was such a bad place to come from. It's only because I was miserable that I was, um, you know, deflecting my misery onto them. Yeah. When really, if I if I ever see someone in a position now who's where I want to be, I'm like, fuck yeah, yeah, you go. Like, I can't wait to be in that <laughs> position with you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I get so excited by it now. Yeah, it's good. It's it's good to be aware of it too. I think not many of us oh, – I, yeah. I don't think I would was ever aware of how I felt towards someone if, you know, mm. I, I felt like – they were doing something I wish I could be doing because I just didn't yeah. have the confidence to do it or I was scared of failing. And yeah. I can imagine that there would be people and, and you'd hope not when you start something new, whether it's mm-hmm. like finishing a uni degree or like working in a, yeah. in a job that you've always wanted or launching a big business um, and becoming successful. I think that can really intimidate some people and that's exactly why you see a lot of these like like quotes around saying mm. you know like if you want to see who your true friends are and that this is the one that i sent to you um yes oh, yeah. Lauren, yeah. start a business <laughs> start a business and and ask for yeah. ask for the support or just start a business in general and you know you will see yeah. who's there um to ride along with you whether you fail um or you succeed in that business yeah true friends yeah, are always going to be there I think it also comes down to a, a lot of other aspects in life as well. So, for example, I have a friend, a close friend, who um, just finished a, I think it's a, a certificate or a diploma. I can't remember which one, to be honest, mm-hmm. now on the top of my head. Mm-hmm. Um, and she is very much like, um, like sometimes she starts things and doesn't finish them or because she's changed direction and she's pivoted in life, and which is completely fucking normal. Yeah. Um, but she has a person in her family who 
comments on things like that and makes her feel bad about it so like oh why are you doing another certificate if you don't finish if you've never finished any other ones that you've started or Mm. blah 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 Mm. like you know so then what do you think that that does to that person it makes them feel straight away insecure yeah it makes them feel like oh maybe i won't finish it and you've already set them up to fail yeah yeah it it does so exactly so the other day she actually um messaged me and she said that she had finished it and she's finally got like the certificate I made a massive deal about this and I was like, this is fucking fantastic. You need to celebrate it, you know, do something Mm -hmm. amazing to treat yourself because it's a massive achievement, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. But like, I haven't heard anything like from her about how like her family members like have like taken it or if she's even told anybody because I don't know how she feels about it. You know what I mean? Like, because she's constantly put down about it. So it's the same type of thing regardless of whether it's a business or a degree or a relationship i think like if people especially your family member sam i feel like if they don't understand Mm. what's happening in your environment it's really hard for somebody to be proper supportive yeah and maybe that's where the line gets like gets drawn right so i get upset if if family members don't um, ask me how my business is going or you know um, what I'm doing mm. like I'm gonna I'm gonna call out my brother here but like the other day he said to me um, he's like oh you know you can come and do this or something and like you know you can bring your your marketing and do this I said I don't I don't run a marketing business <laughs> and then he's like oh what do you do I said well that's for you to find out you know what I mean like yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know I mean like I shouldn't have to like yeah. come and sit there and go this is what i do like you're you're a close family member you should already know what i do i know what you do yeah. in and out i know exactly what your job is i know what you what your girlfriend does like i know where you live i do all i know everything you know what i mean it's, it's even a, that though that was a funny like, one because i think it, you don't realize like how little you know about people mm. around you in regards to their career because yeah. sometimes like people have asked me and that that just actually triggered something for me because i'm like you know i yeah. know where my brother works but, but he just got a new job so i'm like oh my god what does he do now okay, so cool. it's like one of those yeah. things like you have to keep asking but i think um i think it's just one of those things that you have to have the conversation about you know and mm. and constantly oh, many ask. conversations have been had with this with this kid <laughs> anyway if he knows just an example. yeah yeah <laughs> no it's interesting but yeah that's that's we're trying to say it from both aspects. So I, I wanted to obviously try to get an understanding of why people yeah. might not seem so supportive, but naturally you tend to drift away from people that you feel like you're no longer aligned with. And that's okay. It's not a bad thing. Yeah. We've always talked about this. I think it's okay too. Yeah. Yeah. But we, we're very strong advocates for that though, Sam. We've say that all the time. Like yeah. if no, if somebody is no longer in alignment with you, it's okay uh, to part ways. Yeah, with them. absolutely. Absolutely. And it's best for both of us unless we come together again and it's, it's life. It's fun. Life is a big journey. That's exactly right. But I think that leads into the next part about relationships that we were talking about. <laughs> about my, that. My, my um, one? Or <laughs> yeah, your, your, the thing that pissed you off oh, this week. <laughs> number of things. Let's just talk about this. So yeah, <laughs> I know I talk a lot about my relationship status. Now, I have had to I've, – I've not always been comfortable with the idea of being a single woman. 
especially a single woman in her 30s because of the societal pressure like of of actually Mm -hmm. having to be married and having kids you know the whole that narrative like oh yes you know by now you should have been you should have been this and you should have been that yeah and i went the other way because i rebel i'm a rebellion (laughs) i do not like to follow what everyone else is doing although when i was younger i did dream of the white picket fence kind of you know, thing where you have your husband and your kids and the dogs and the cats and everything else. And that was my dream by the time I was 25. And I've spoken about this before. Now, as I reached my thirties, I panicked because I was like, Oh my God, what is going on? Why are men like this? Mm. Because I had a lot of internal work to do (laughs) and I didn't know this at the time, but I was constantly freaking out about the fact that I was single because of the pressure I was getting family and friends Mm -hmm. asking me how are you still single why are you still single people saying there must be something wrong with you if you're still single now like that legitimately a a guy has said that to me and i was like okay great this is just perfect like and this is on a dating app (laughs) now my thing is yeah i'm in my mid-30s now and i'm not ashamed to admit that (laughs) i want to i've i've become comfortable with being single because now it's it's who i am Right. And I'm not saying that I'm going to be single forever because um, Mm -hmm. I won't be. I just am open to receiving love from the right type of person that I want in my life. And the more I work on myself and identify all these issues that have come up for me in terms of resisting that kind of relationship that I really, really want, the closer I get to becoming or being in that relationship that I want, if that makes sense. So, and that sounds like like healthy boundary to have. <laughs> yeah, but for other people, right? Like everyone else seems to think that um, it's an issue. You know, why is Sam mm. still single? And you know, people are kind of mocking in a way. Like I feel like sometimes I get mocked by friends and family about my single status. Like you know those. Um, what would you call them? Like memes and like videos of like, you know, women who who like to kind of make fun of themselves for being single or like single and lonely with like all these cats. And I understand that (laughs) it's not, it's not like true. Like it's, it's just a joke, right? It's internet shit. Yeah. yeah. But it sometimes hurts (laughs) when people say, Oh, look, this is you. This is what you do. This is, this is going to be you in like 10 years with your millions of cats because you're just a single cat lady. And I think the fact that people see me in that way now, it kind of scares mm. me a little bit, <laughs> if that makes any sense. Like, it's like, oh, my gosh. Like, that would piss me off more than scare me, though, because I think you've done enough work yeah. to know what you like, what you want and, and, you know, releasing the idea of when it's yeah. coming. Yeah. You know, so I think, like, if somebody was to put me in that light, like, oh, she's just a crazy single cat lady friend. Yeah. Um, she's never going to get married, blah, blah, blah. Like, that would actually really piss me off. It would make me turn around and go, well you know you seem to be you know deflecting a lot of insecurities here what's going on in your own fucking head because like you know what i mean because like i i I usually like self-deprecating jokes like sometimes just i think that's just something i've always done about my whole single status and i think that's why i've done that about my weight so i get we all do it right like and it helps i don't know it's like a coping mechanism and I've made, <laughs> made jokes because, you know, sometimes <laughs> I do laugh at my my situation, like not that it's a bad thing, but 
it doesn't give people the right to do the same thing, if that makes sense. Like I'm quite, no, 100%. And, and it can bring yeah. up insecurities because I'm, I've, I've just come to a point where I'm just starting to be comfortable with who I am. And, and I want to say, I'm proud to be this woman who isn't in a relationship and that doesn't matter. Who cares? I'm 35. Yeah. I'm healthy. Touch wood. Like I'm, you know, I've started yeah. my business. I'm career focused. Um, I'm a late bloomer. I will admit I, I definitely took my time to kind of figure out where I wanted to go, but I did this on my own and I have yeah, the space exactly. for someone to come in. That's not an issue. It's just that, you know, when people kind of make comments about it, why can't a woman just choose to do what she wants without being criticized for it? Because in this world, we, yes. we just can't, we can't, you know, make the decision make to, fucking yeah, mad. like, and, and not have, we, we don't have like, you know, the, the decision like to not be able to, or not want to have children, right? We don't have that decision because yeah. people want to make decisions for us. Like, oh, but you should, or you, you should get married. Cause you know, you're not going to be able to have children. Like I get it. Like, yes. You know, when you, when you speak about it from like a medical perspective, like it is harder to have children, um, after a certain age, but that, yeah. that's not my concern. Like, <laughs> Do people want to yeah. know if we're happy? Like, I am happy, right? And that's the craziest thing, right? Like that just, yeah. Like people <laughs> come to you and say, why don't you have, you know, children or why don't you have a, like for me, it's like, how come you don't have a house yet? Like, yeah. you know, like why don't you have children yet? Like, cause I'm that same boat, Sam. Like, you know, I'm 32 this year, yeah. 32 this year. And like, I still don't have ki- kids, but like, that doesn't mean I don't want them. Yeah, you know I mean, how do you know what's happening in my life? How do you know that I can't, if I can't have them? How do you know if I'm not trying or not? You know what I mean? Like, no one ever comes up to you and just says, "Hey, so, are you happy? Yeah, are you going all right? Yeah, how are Is you? everything okay with you? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, exactly right. Like, and also, like, it feels like there's some pity on on their end. Like, there's just mm. that sense. Like, maybe again, that is an insecurity of mine, but when I feel like someone pities me for my situation, it's just like, <laughs> okay, why? Why can't you yeah. see me as a thriving woman? Like, okay, yes, the pandemic hit me hard. I'll admit that. But I'm, I still want to consider myself as thriving. And single women are. Excuse me, did you close down? Yeah, no. no. And You picked and up your shit <laughs> yeah, and you kept going. Yeah. But single women are thriving. So I think that we need to get that misconception out of our heads that single women are lonely and bitter and this and that, because we're not all like that. (laughs) You know what I mean? And um, I think we need to change how we're perceived. So um, there are women on TikTok who do, and I've seen them come across and I'm like, I love that because that makes me feel really good about where I'm at in life. So there's there's yeah. a few of us. It's not many, but yeah, we're out there. So <laughs> on the flip side, yeah. all married people aren't stale and boring and miserable. No, absolutely. You know, I'm still I'm thriving and I'm in a happy marriage. And yeah, so. it's fun. Like you know, and like not every marriage is happy either. It, no. it can yeah, go both ways. And that's understandable too. And it's the same. Yeah, yeah, same as single women. Some of us are crazy. I, yeah. <laughs> yep. Like me. <laughs> I think also, Sam, that leads into something that I wanted to talk about, which uh, was something that pissed me off this week, (laughs) which was 
um, when people have a sense of entitlement and they don't respect your opinion um, because it doesn't fit their narrative. Ooh, 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 ooh. Let, me, so, let me get my teeth. <laughs> let me, yeah, I'll get my juice box out. <laughs> so um, basically this week, I can't say too much without revealing too much, but there was a situation where um, somebody had asked a group for some advice on um, something and you know there was table talk we were talking about you know ways that this person could achieve something and um there is one particular person at the at the, at the table that um has an opinion that is so strong that this person doesn't allow others to communicate their view and if they do start to communicate their view, get shut down immediately um, and turns their conversation to personal experience. So I hope that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So this person talks about, you know, their opinion, but then also backs it up with so many personal experiences <laughs> that the whole conversation basically gets lost because, mm. yeah. You know what I mean? So... Right. It got to a point where I stopped talking and I was listening, just listening to a conversation of about four other people. And what happened was I decided to listen and observe the dynamics and understand what the fuck was going on. Because you know me, I'm opinionated, I'm talkative. <laughs> I like, you know what I mean? Like, I just like to be amongst it. Yeah. You know, I don't shut up. So I love being a part of a conversation especially when it's something that i'm passionate about yeah which which it was so for me to just shut the fuck up and listen and actually like just go okay let's actually observe what the fuck's going on here is big for me because i just like to talk 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 so i was listening and i was watching and it got to a point where everyone around the table seemed to be incredibly bored they disengaged which for me would be a, stra- a signal to stop talking, but it didn't yeah. um, register. Um, and it also got to a point where so much was revealed about that person um, and their huge sense of entitlement. The fact that they just thought that they were better than everybody else in every aspect mm. of the word. Wow. And, yeah, I was just like, "Whoa, I can't have this conversation and I don't know we can uh, engage in conversation moving forward with this person because it was just so overwhelming to be in a space where it's supposed to be safe. We're supposed to be chatting and talking and, you know, bouncing mm. off one another and stuff like that. And then to be like completely silenced um, and, and not respected. Wow. You know what I mean? Like... Wow. So that was my massive, massive pet peeve this this week. Like I just wanted to like smash desks. Like, (laughs) see, I without knowing too much context, obviously you can't really say. Yeah, yeah, I can't. What happened? What what was said? (laughs) But and I haven't heard this story properly before, so it's the first time I'm hearing it. I'm gonna put my psychologist hat on because if I'm hearing it right, it sounds like this person something triggered them and they felt insecure and what they tend to do is they'll project or they'll 
Mm. They'll talk about themselves in such a way that it's going to come across as entitled, you know. Yeah. Can't diagnose them with anything right now, but... (laughs) (laughs) No, I can't at all. Like, I'm not actually a qualified psychologist, but, you know, the life of that. So, like, (laughs) what we were talking about was something that, if you know me as a person, and even in my business, you will know that I talk about this a lot, yeah? yeah? So, I talk about... I'm, I'm going to say energetics a lot, mm-hmm. yeah, because that's just who I am as a person. So I have very strong, I have very strong opinions um, about it, but also I know a lot about it because I've researched it. I've spent time, you know, diving into all the good stuff because that's what I kind of teach when I do my coaching stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. so I know what the fuck I'm talking about. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so then. Yeah, so I started off the conversation and then literally like maybe 30, 40 seconds in, it was just completely cut off and then gone in a different direction. So wow. overall, the overall, realistically, the whole point of this whole me ranting thing was <laughs> if you feel <laughs> that, you know, you have this weird sense of entitlement that your opinion is better than other people's and, you know, your experiences are you know, more holier than thou type of thing. Just maybe consider shutting up for a little while. I don't know. <laughs> just, I don't know. No, it makes me angry. I find it interesting because now when I hear people speak and um, if I'm not in an emotional state, like I'll observe as well, mm. like you, and I like to yeah, yeah. try to understand where that person is coming from and if you really listen and watch their body language or just body hear language, what they're yeah. saying you'll you'll yeah. quickly pick up where it's coming from and more often than not it's it's gonna come from a place of insecurity if it doesn't if if everyone on that table was feeling a certain way about it and they were yeah. obviously like quiet and they were just watching or they just felt really like the energy was kind of different dark flatlining yeah Yeah. (laughs) that there's something wrong with that person and not in a bad way i just think there's something going on that's deeper yeah and i think um and look it's it's fine everyone has their thing you know i get it everyone has their weird weird little quirks i'm not going to get along with everybody in this planet and i totally totally understand that and i respect Mm. that um i just think that you know it was a really good um chance for me to observe something and to acknowledge what I need to do in the future in conversation um or even just environment you know what I mean so it was a really good opportunity for me to go okay well this is what I've learned from this and now this is what I can do moving forward to make the situation better for myself yeah you know what I mean yeah so I took it I mean, they take everything as a learning opportunity, but still, like, it was just like, the be- and the best thing I ranted yeah. for a day, and then I got over it. Like, like <laughs> I think just with certain situations, and it's hard to remember these, but when you become so enlightened that nothing affects you, you know, things like this mm. don't. Like, it's just like it happened, and it's not. It is not a problem that I'm experiencing. They're yeah. just projecting whatever insecurities yeah. they're projecting. So then I guess that helps with not taking it on board. Like, you know, we do obviously like sometimes take things on yeah. board and 
And it's just, again, it is a learning experience. So you did well. I think I've become better at it, though. So I think, like, I used to, like, save and, like, <laughs> really, like, dwell on these things for, like, days. Yeah. And, like, I think now it's just kind of, like all right, it's happened. I'm angry about it for like a day. Mm. And then I think about it more. I think about the learning opportunities for me and then I get over it and just move on. And then the next time I'm in a situation that's similar, I know how to handle it and how to react because I've been there. I've done the work. Yeah. I've come out the other side. Yeah. It's good. It's a good attitude to have. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing's ever personal. I tried. I try. We, we obviously. It's hard, but I try. It, this is why we're doing this because it's helping us to release. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I think the sense of entitlement thing leads into the next part, um, which was misogyny. <laughs> well, obviously that was me. <laughs> so, um, it's a big thing, right? Like I, I'm starting to see a lot mm. of like the misogyny come out, especially um, on TikTok. And one in particular yes. um, came up and it's a podcast that a, a bunch of dudes started and it's happening all too often, like guys getting microphones and thinking they know. And like we, we're doing the same thing, but hey, like we... I was going to say, this sounds familiar. It does sound familiar, <laughs> but we, we try not to offend people yeah and we try to see the both sides of the story all the time so i'm not sure i can i can play this snippet of the recording um if you want yeah whatever you want to do so people get an idea of what we're referring to because it was something that i came across that kind of triggered this um feeling (laughs) that i'm experiencing they're called the no filter podcast just fyi no filter <laughs> so like they literally have no fucking filter let me see if i can get it up so you guys can hear it okay i say if my wife lets herself go after i have kids with her if i'm gonna tell her once if you don't get your shit together i still want to be sexually attracted Agreed. to my wife yeah. my spouse but if you even can't girlfriends do that, girlfriend too if you can't do that i'm out i say okay so that was it <laughs> Mm. You all heard mm. it. <laughs> Lauren's face is Ooh. like, try. Yeah, she's that's, like, that's, that's the first time I heard it too. She's, like, she's like, yeah, I'm getting like flustered. Like yeah. that makes My me heart fucking angry. Don't worry, I already did all of that. And we've dissected it. Yeah, I can see your face. Like, yeah. shit, man. Yeah. So basically, what? this is like a 20-something-year-old like fuckwit. Yeah, like, like this guy's <laughs> fucking god or something. Jesus. So he's been... um. Uh, uh, so our, our, we were talking about our favorite TikToker, and I, I don't know if I pronounce her name correctly, but Drew Afualo, that's how I say it. She's she's great. She's like, she's she's basically like the one that calls out all these misogynists all over TikTok. Yeah. If you don't know where go phenomenal. on there, get like, on. If you don't have, like, <laughs> I wish I was her best friend. If you're, if, <laughs> yeah. So we don't have a problem with men. We have a problem with misogynistic men, right? Yes. And the fact that he said, he's saying, um, if a woman has just spent hours wow. in labor, like, like ju- to, to give birth to your child, you're going to warn her after giving birth to your child that she needs to lose weight. I'm sorry. And get back to like I, what she pre pre body like pre baby body. More often than not, and this, this, I've never had children. I've seen my friends that have had children, and you know they do bounce yeah. back, but it's never going to be the same. And I think 
these guys constantly want this supermodel and they want to be married to one for the rest of their lives. It's called gravity. Then go for a supermodel. Yeah, like, 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 yeah, we've got the surgery and whatever, but I'm sorry. It is so unfair. And and I was reading comments about it. Like, you see all the comments. It makes me sick. <laughs> the yeah. comments are actually yeah. really interesting because um, everyone's obviously, most people are against it, but there's the occasional comment where it's like, well, men are allowed to have standards. And I'm sorry, but it's got nothing mm. to do with standards. Because they say women have standards, right? But it's got nothing to do with standards when it's your wife or girlfriend has given birth to your child and you're saying that she's let herself go. That's a different story. Yeah, you know what my standard is? Yeah. My standard is fucking off assholes. Yeah. Like. And for better or worse, like, in my opinion, like, okay, there's, I understand, you know, maybe there's that, some people can gain a lot of weight in a marriage and I've up and down in size. I fluctuate in weight. We all do, or well, not all of us, but most yeah. of us do. Like it's it's common, right? I would never mm. do that to my other half. Unless I was worried about his health for, for some reason, I would say something, but I would never warn them. About yeah, I think that. it's different to have a conversation yeah. about somebody's health if they're concerning you, especially if you're in a marriage. Yeah. Um, or relationship, I think it's okay to have a conversation about things that are concerning yeah. you, um, but being open to being completely shut down yeah, yeah, as well. Yeah. Um, but I think to to like warn somebody yeah. if you don't fucking go back to the way like the way you looked before, I'm leaving you. Good, take your fucking kid with you. Then yeah. you can't. I'm sorry, <laughs> but like I just went through like nine months of like pregnancy. Yeah. I pushed a child out of my vagina <laughs> yeah. and then now you're going to be like, oh, you better go back to normal. Well, the funny thing is Get, that make I, a dick bigger. We, we're not talking. Like, yeah. Like I, I would. Wow. I'm really angry yeah. now. <laughs> Based on his personality alone, like he's not, he's not it. Like he is unattractive. Um, he's one of those yeah. like, I don't know, gym junkie kind of guys. Now, um, Drew made a good mm, point because okay. a lot of these men who um, are misogynists seem to have receding hairlines. And while we don't want to focus so much on looks, <laughs> this guy gave her a very good reason to because he literally is like yeah. on the way um, to towards balding, basically. So the fact yeah. that he's saying this now, like, I'm sorry, but in give him five years tops and he's he's done. Like, <laughs> is, is he going to say mm, goodbye to his hairline? Interesting, right? And, and it's like, you know, we don't want to have to judge a guy based on their looks. But these men give us no choice. And that is okay, in my opinion. Don't want to stoop to their level, yeah. but I think if they want to, they want to give it, they're going to learn how to take it. And this is why we love um, our queen, Drew, because – she's just incredible (laughs) you gotta listen to her her tiktoks but yeah misogyny is just something that i've struggled with i've been exposed to misogynistic men um yeah a lot in my life and that's a lot of the reason why can i just say as well misogyny doesn't just lay with men i have experienced it with women as well like yeah racism sexism misogyny every, there's so many things that happen that's it not does just men. Like, yeah. it comes from women, women as well, which is i feel yeah. like it's even worse yeah but. and that's what i'm saying this is about misogynistic people yeah 
misogynistic people and and it hurts you know it hurts to to hear that they think of us in that way like we're nothing but an accessory or we have to be a certain way or look a certain way to to gain Mm -hmm. their approval and when it comes from another woman it does hurt even more because it's like I'm sorry, where, where are you coming from? It's like, you know, agreeing with something like that is just so like, I just don't understand yeah. it. I don't get it. And, you know, somebody like I have looked like my self-esteem is quite like mm. low at times. Yeah. yeah. So my, my self-esteem fluctuates. Um, being around somebody like that would make me so uncomfortable. Absolutely. Like so uncomfortable. I, I would end up hating myself. Yeah when I shouldn't based on a comment like that, because if I, <laughs> if that was the comment he made about, about his partner who is most likely fucking gorgeous and just gave birth to a baby. Yeah. Like the, the know, dude's hundred percent. She's a wonder woman. He, she's like, he, she's done yeah, something amazing. He's definitely single and he's staying that way because well, it must be now. Well, I'm telling you. Oh, was he was he in a relationship? Or was this just a hypothetical? Yeah, I think it was just a hypothetical. Please, someone was hypothetical. I hope it oh was, God. but I'm pretty sure um it was. And if he has a girlfriend, otherwise, I'm starting a revolution to save his missus. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, save whoever is dating this this guy. He um he's so yeah. self absorbed that I don't think um it, he needs to date anyone. There's that sense of entitlement again, right? Yeah, isn't like, it interesting that it's like the theme, right? The entitlement. Yeah, like it's just so it's just so interesting that people ha- like feel, and look in in general it is it is men, but mm. they have like this like they feel like they have control or ownership or um the the fact that they can make decisions based on a, like a woman's yeah. body. Oh, uh, it you it, know what I mean? Like it shits me. Like I love yeah. progressive men. Like I would choose. I don't care yeah, how he looks. I love that personality where a man actually is like, you know, they defend our rights because we are still fighting for things. Yeah, we are. Hence, yeah. hence why there's International Women's Day. I will never date a man that says, why isn't there an International Men's Day? Like, you're off the list. You're not – I'm not dating you. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah. men who support us, women, and I, I have met guys like that, and it really warms my heart because it's like, oh, thank you, because we need that support. Yeah. We – Again, we're still fighting for things that we shouldn't have to be, and that that means a lot to us. So, yeah, hundred percent. Misogynists need to go in the trash, and I I'm so glad that we have yes. found someone doing it for us. My bin's full this week. It oh. is absolutely, and cheap. and honestly, like I do spend a lot of time on TikTok these days. I don't know, it's just one of those things. That, and it's interesting <laughs> how much of it you see. I I can't yeah. I, I just can't believe the shit I see coming out of you know, these comments, like, from men and women are even, like, oh, it's just terrible. But, yeah. It is terrible. Rant. Yeah. Was that uh, – that was – And, uh, yeah. yeah. Was that a good – That's just – Yeah. <laughs> was it a good rant, that was just though? So like, much, there's like, so much going Yeah, on. that was a massive yeah. rant. Hey. I've, like, this, but that's the thing. Like, so many things just go through, like, my mind all the time. Yeah. And, like, this week just so many things, like, triggered, like, <laughs> you know, like – I'm like, this is we have to talk about it because we'll talk, we're going to go in a completely different direction for this podcast. But then Sam's like, no, we got a vent. I, I, I'm glad we did. Yeah. I'm glad that and, we did. Um, if you know people hear this and you have any opinions about what we did vent about, we'd love to hear them because I think that really yeah. helps us grow and understand um, things and whether you agree or not. Yeah, like because like, we yeah 
probably want people to disagree with us because that that starts conversations that yeah. need to be had, right? Like we do need to have yeah. these kinds of con- and conversations. And it's a learning opportunity for us. Yeah, for sure. And we definitely – Because then we can grow and understand. Yeah, we definitely want to yeah. grow. But, yeah, it was really good ranting with you, Lauren. I enjoyed it. <laughs> it's always good ranting yeah. with you, <laughs> Well, I look forward to next week. Next week we won't be ranting so much, <laughs> hopefully. No, we but, won't. I promise. Yeah, I promise. We'll, we'll have a good episode for you next week. So we'll see you then. Thanks for listening to Club Candid Podcast. If you've enjoyed this episode, follow us on Insta. It's clubcandid.pod. Don't forget to like and share our post with your friends and we'll see you next week.